Hey, this is Double J, Jeff Jarrett, WWE Hall of Famer, and you're listening to the My One Two Three Cents Podcast. It's my personality to be jittery. It's part of my charm. Wrestling fans, are you ready? It's time for my one, two, three cents of the podcast on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. Give me the hell yeah! Now, here's your host. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. The guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. Kevin Huntsberger. Woo! If you've dreamed of becoming a professional wrestler, it's time to make that dream a reality. The Stride Pro Wrestling Training Academy is now enrolling new students. Classes meet on Tuesdays and Thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. Be sure to check out the Stride Pro Wrestling Facebook page at facebook.com slash stridepro-wrestling and get enrolled now. Hey friends, welcome to episode 425 of the My One Two Three Cents podcast. I am your host, Kevin Huntsperger, and I got to apologize this week, uh, just got away from me, uh, you know, returned to work after an 18-day uh, break, and uh, things have been crazy at work, We've been very busy, which is a good thing, you know, I'm not complaining by any means, but uh, it was just kind of a crazy work week, uh, I'm doing uh, some stuff uh, to help some a friend of mine with uh, some marketing and, and launching a brand, and so uh was working with her one night this past week. And then uh, we left Friday after I got home from work, drove to St. Louis to see my uh, oldest son. And then from there, we drove to Chicago to Deerfield for uh, not one, but two cheerleading competitions that my daughter was a part of. And congrats to her cheer team. Uh, Both the JV and varsity teams won first place uh, both days on Saturday and Sunday. And then, you know, got back into town about 5.30 Sunday night. It's about seven o'clock now as I record this. And my original plan was I was going to record on the road um, and do a wrestling under the influence. Uh, but you know, I, I thought about it. And after last week's podcast with Tyler Hatton, uh, Heath Hatton of Stride Pro Wrestling, and we talked about fitness and wellness and getting into shape, I thought maybe that would undo some of, of that positive talk and whatnot by drinking a beer here on the podcast, and I'll still do wrestling under the influence. I'm just not going to do it this week. I didn't think the timing was probably the best for that. So, uh, but I instead, and I had posted on the My One Two Three Cents group and on the My One Two Three Cents Facebook page, which I encourage you, if you haven't already, follow the Facebook page and then join the group. I would love to have interactions and talk and, and chat with everybody that's part of the My One Two Three Cents experience. Share your thoughts about pro wrestling, whatever the case may be. You can always click the link in the write up to get to the group. If you can't find it, just search My One Two Three Cents under groups, and uh, Mondo the Monkey will guide you the rest of the way. So join us and, and participate in that. So I was going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to every week start answering a question or two from the listener, but this week I just decided to take all the questions, and I got a handful of them. And I'm just going to do a, a quick 
uh, ask my one, two, three cents. My friend Mike, uh, who has been to a couple of the Stride shows that I've been a part of, and speaking of Stride, big weekend, uh, New Year's Knockout, which being uh, away for the cheer competition meant that I was not able to be there for the uh, event in Marion at uh, Legacy Fitness. want to thank Legacy Fitness, the former Gold's Gym, for hosting Stride. And uh, I want to thank Mr. Odell for taking over the mic and and being the ring announcer for the evening as well. So thank you for stepping in and and filling in for me in that regard. And I want to let you know that on Saturday, February 4th, we're heading back to Marion to the Sioux Drive Center, uh, which is not too far from that legacy fitness we just talked about. It's going to be no love lost, and it's going to be happening again on Saturday, February 4th. We'll get the card and the details out on the Stride page this week, so be sure to check it out, and we will uh, be sure to let you all know what is going on in the world of pro wrestling and Stride Pro Wrestling, of course, as well. But anyway, back to my friend Mike. Uh, his question was, what was my favorite beer from the Advent calendar? Not really a wrestling question, but uh, as I've talked before, about wrestling under the influence and and uh, the my one two three cents YouTube channel, which is where all of these uh, beer reviews for the Advent calendar went. So check again the uh, my one two three cents on YouTube. I would say my two favorites was uh, Red Nose Rain Beer by Urban South Brewery. Brewery, uh, it's a wheat beer, and it, I gave that uh, uh, four out of five stars on the Untapped. App. The other one that I really, and I loved the artwork. That was another contributing factor to my love and fondness for uh, Red Nose Rain Beer. Um, really cool can and, and artwork. And also, <clears throat> excuse me, on Seasick Crocodile by Prairie Artisan Ales. It's a sour, um, and I am into sour beers at the moment. So uh, check those out uh, next Christmas season if you are so inclined. Seasick Crocodile, uh, of course, uh, a cool can and, and artwork with that as well. Now, whether or not Mike listens to this, uh, I don't know, but uh, it was a good time to say at the very least doing the beer advent calendar. I'm looking forward to doing it again uh, this holiday season. Uh, got a few more questions here. One of them coming from Tyler Adams, a longtime supporter of the My One Two Three Cents brand as well as Stride Pro Wrestling. He asks, with the rumor and possible return of Vince McMahon in WWE, do you think things will go back to what they were before or will he allow Triple H to continue to run the company in his newer version of it or for it? Newer vision for it. Um, you know, I did not think, you know, when, when, when Heath, when Tyler and I did a podcast back in the summer when Vince retired, uh, you know, we thought, I thought at least, that, that Vince was done. I didn't think we would see him back, in our, or at least see him back this soon. Um, I guess everything is done with the investigation or the allegations and the things that were going on um, with Vince and, and uh, that kind of led to this uh unexpected retirement. I got to tell you, it has been a refreshing change. The last six months, I think, have uh, we've seen different uh, people and, and, and things showcased and, and different opportunities um, that have come up. Uh, in in the in the new regime, if you will, uh, I, and I don't want to see that change. I don't want to see those things go away. I, I was happy to see that they brought um, K 
Karrion Cross back and that they brought Scarlet Bordeaux into the fold and Bray Wyatt is back and uh, seeing that uh, William Regal has made his return and and just the way things have gone I I've enjoyed it and and I I've seen different things and it just depends on what you believe or what you're reading and and who's reporting it and you know as I record this Sunday evening uh, on January 9th the latest I had seen was that Vince McMahon is not going to take over creative. He's going to be back in some capacity. I don't know exactly what that means. And, and I think it may just be a matter of time before he gets his hands back on creative. And then, of course, the rumors of, of selling have, have started uh, cropping up again. You know, Chad and I have talked about this. Tyler and I have talked about this. I would hate to see it sold. I would love to see... Triple H and Stephanie continue to run things for now and, uh, you know, take it from there. But I, I, I don't, the answer to your question is, I don't, uh, I don't see Vince, at least in, in this short term, jumping back on, I, I would assume, I would imagine that there is some proof in the pudding, maybe, uh, ratings, I think have gone up. I think that, uh, you could not argue the profitability of WWE, but you really couldn't argue that before Vince's departure either. So Vince is a very smart, wise businessman. He didn't succeed uh, for, what, 40 plus years, uh, you know, running WWF, WWE, uh, by not being that way. But I do think, you know, at 77, your outlook on things may be changed, your perspective changes, your business sense may change, and, and you may not be uh, as in line with the times. I think that Vince McMahon was probably ruled with an iron fist, which was obviously part of the success of his company and not being taken advantage of or jacked around. So in, in that regard, you got to look at it like that. Uh, but you also want to see the company stay successful and remain successful. And I think a lot of us fans have have appreciated him being gone, uh, still thankful and grateful for the contributions he made, and obviously the most influential uh, figure in the world of professional wrestling, and I think that that will probably not change for decades, if it ever changes. I think that without Vince McMahon's vision and leadership and direction, that we wouldn't be watching wrestling today at least uh, the way that we have come to enjoy it. I think that you that the, the decision to intersperse the entertainment side of things with wrestling is what saved its life. And, and doing things like WrestleMania um, and the larger-than-life characters and, and all that good stuff, you know, don't get me wrong, the, the wrestling, you know, the, the technical stuff is great, but... People want to, as Tyler has said time and time again on this podcast, people want to see stories and and react to those and be invested in those. And, and you know, I think that, that Vince will always be that guy that we'll remember for, for being that way, uh, which leads me into Hunter Woodworth's question. Again, another longtime supporter of the brand as well as Stride Pro Wrestling. Who do you think is the most influential person in recent wrestling history. And I think, you know, it, it's been established that I am, I am a wrestling fan. I, 
obviously gravitate and watch more of the WWE product, but I do watch AEW and I am aware of AEW and the strides that they have made through the last three or four years uh, since becoming a, a company and, you know, really kind of Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks and, and Kenny Omega getting that launch. And then, of course, Tony Khan coming in and, and being uh, that financial backer, that supporter. Um, I mean, let's be realistic. Without that, I don't know that AEW is where it is today. Uh, and I think in some ways, AEW has... I don't know. I don't know that they're they're on WWE's radar, but they are not in a competitive sense. It's not like WCW. Um, I don't know that we'll ever get a rivalry quite like the way things were between WCW and, and WWE. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. I I, I don't know. But um, you know, I I think that Tony Khan is is very influential in the business. I think that um, you know giving not just the fans, but giving workers an alternative place to go and, and not face a huge pay cut, you know, going to from WWE to Impact Wrestling or to ROH or to um, New Japan it may have been a pay cut in the past for some of those guys. But I think that there's a lot of, of uh, men and women in the wrestling business that uh, continue to make a good living thanks to Tony Khan. So on that hand, obviously, yeah, I think that he is one of the most influential. Um, but I also got to put Triple H into that conversation as well. I think that what he has done in the last six months of, of you know, what he was doing behind the scenes before, but, you know, even more so now, um, has changed the game, so to speak, as well, pun intended. Um, and, and you got to think that Stephanie McMahon has, has got that influence and, and is a part of that as well. So, you know, I, I I guess I know that Hunter is looking for me to say Tony Khan, and and I it's hard to argue that he isn't. Um, you know, talent wise, I think Cody Rhodes has to be a part of that conversation because, like I said, jumping from WWE to going to the independents and then creating uh, this character. I don't know if it was a creation of a character, but it was definitely a a reset of of him and and making himself um a bigger star on the AEW platform um you know it's it's hard to argue that i think uh you know Jeff Jarrett is is an influential player in the game right now um and someone else that that I'm going to throw out there Conrad Thompson uh you know not only the podcast dynasty but bringing that nostalgia, that, uh, that feeling of, of, you know, people who are my age and, and probably a little younger and, and a little older getting to see those star cast events and, you know, recreating the set from, from the TBS shows. Uh, and of course doing the Jim Crockett promotions, Ric Flair's last match event back in, in July of, of 2022. Uh, you know, Conrad has built an empire, uh, of podcast and wrestling and nostalgia and it's it's worked the merchandise the products um the ad-free network the everything that they do and i know those things are a drop in the bucket compared to wwe and probably even to an extent aew but i think that you know conrad may have been part of the catalyst of the success 
of AEW, quite honestly. You know, he was doing podcasts and and setting up these live events and everything before AEW became a thing. But I think they've worked together nicely. And, uh, you know, I'll throw out, uh, you know, if you're into the figure game, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, Mark Sterling doing their podcast and then their product line, the major wrestling figure uh, podcasts and, and figures, the Bendies and the... Uh, the Super 7s and the, uh, everything else. And then they've spurred uh, a growth in the independent uh, wrestling figure space. And so, you know, there's lots of influential folks out there. But, you know, Tony Khan, Triple H, Stephanie, definitely among the most influential in recent wrestling history. Of, of course, I'm not going to change my opinion of Vince McMahon being uh, perhaps the most influential uh, ever in in pro wrestling, so my my hat off my hat is off to all of those people for for creating and, and giving us a product and something that is something that we love to this day. You know, it's forty plus years now for me uh, as a wrestling fan. Scott Cross asks if there is one wrestler you could bring into stride, who and who would he face? Also, if you could bring in. Uh, and if you could bring in for a storyline, who would it be? Um, you know, this is, it's an interesting question. And, you know, obviously, you know, Tyler and I have talked about it before on the podcast. You know, Stride is is really, the foundation is is building and creating stars within Stride. And we don't do a lot of guests and bringing in big names. Other companies do that. And, you know, that that works for them or, or however their business model is. But, you know, Stride runs on a very tight budget, and it's not uh, about bringing in former guys. But this is kind of a magic wand situation is what I'm picking up. And, and you know, if you could do whatever you could do, what would you do with it is, is the way I'm interpreting it. And, you know, I think bringing in someone like John Cena would be amazing um, for obvious reasons. I think, you know, he, he gave uh, his reappearance his reemergence on Smackdown a couple weeks ago uh, they got a huge rating for that and again it's not just about popping the rating but um, I think John Cena gets it and is able to connect with fans and, and be a part of you know that whole vibe if you will and it's it's so important uh, seeing him in, in there and whatnot I would also I think you know, because we had his father in uh, last spring, Randy Orton, you know, Bob Orton was here, uh, has been here a few times actually with Stride, but uh, bringing in Randy and having him face off against Heath Hatton, I think that would be a great matchup. I loved, you know, the ending to the match that it was uh, it was Heath and, and Bob Orton against uh, Axe Allwart and Peyton Ayers. And uh, I think that that would be, you know, Heath used the RKO and then uh, uh, Bob Orton rolled up Axe to, to get the win. But I think bringing in uh, Randy Orton versus Heath Hatton, uh, I think it would be a good match. And yeah, I'm probably uh, being a big old mark and, and whatnot for, for my friends and, and whatnot. But um, there's a lot of, of talent out there that I would love to see come in um, and be a part of the show. And, and you know, James Storm has been here in the past, and Bushwhacker Luke, who as I record this, it's his birthday. 
Um, you know, we, we do, when we have someone in, it's usually someone that is uh, kind of more of the nostalgia uh, and, and bringing back that 80s uh, or early 90s wrestling vibe. But, you know, if I could bring in anyone, it, it would probably be John Cena, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, of course. Why, I mean, why wouldn't you? Uh, let's see whose spear is better, Roman Reigns or Heath Hatton. Um, Riddle, I'm a big fan of Riddles, Cody Rhodes. Um, you know, on the AEW side, if we could, you know, get somebody in like, uh, and I know people are kind of torn and and split or, you know, I see some of the old school fans on there talking about some of the talent on the AEW roster, Orange Cassidy in particular. Uh, I'd bring my boy Neville back in, you know, it's been 11 years since, uh, he wrestled here in Southern Illinois. So, Bringing in, uh, I say Neville, Pac or Pac, uh, would love that. Hell, I would love to have Jim Ross or Tony Schiavone um, come in and, and do commentary and just sit there and listen to them and, and pick their brains. And, and um, you know, nothing but respect for those guys. And, and I, 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 you know, there's plenty of talent out there. Uh, but, you know, bringing in someone also like Bray Wyatt to kind of counteract if, you know, when, when you talk about a storyline, Scott's part of Scott's question was a storyline involvement, bringing in, uh, Bray Wyatt and having him, uh, maybe seemingly joining up with Cash Borden and the forgotten, but then there's a twist involved and I, you know, this is just off the top of my head. So, uh, but I know that cash and, and Tyler and Bray, uh, could come up with some great stories and, and, and do some fun and entertaining stuff. So that's my long winded answer on that. I want to thank everyone who participated and asked a question and also do a reminder to check out the Facebook page, the stride I'm, well, of course, Stride Pro Wrestling's Facebook page and Instagram and, and YouTube. The show New Year's Knockout is up on the YouTube channel, but also on my one, two, three cents. Follow the group, you know, join the group. I want to have conversations. I want you to be a part of it. Um, and all month long, because it is one I'm doing giveaways and fun things uh, on not just the group, but also on the my one two three cents Facebook page. So check both of those out for posts and whatnot. And our first prize, and I'm gonna it'll be up on the Facebook page as well, so you will see this. But Gregory Townsend is our first winner, and uh, you know I he commented. I asked the question, "Who was your favorite wrestler?" Um, that you know you followed and and watched and liked and enjoyed uh, of all time and and that again kind of brings back that nostalgia and, and Greg said that his was Baron Van Raschke uh, a very surprise pick uh, but he also uh, currently Roman Reigns is his favorite so Gregory congratulations and you are winning a Bruiser Brody micro brawler so uh, we will touch base and I will get that to you as soon as possible. But uh, we're going to be giving away prizes all month long, so be sure to check the Facebook page, check the Facebook group, and figure out uh, what the next contest is going to be and how you can enter and how you can win. Friends, as always, I appreciate you taking some time and spending it with me this week. And I also want to do a shout-out to Greg Mahachko, the founder of the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. He's been a little... Uh, uh, under the weather, if you will, and I'm just hoping that he feels 
better and is uh, doing well very, very soon. So Greg, take care, buddy. We love you. And friends, thank you for listening to this week's episode. We will talk again soon. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.